Hello and welcome to Eisner Ramper's podcast on the future outlook of internal audit post-COVID-19. I'm your host, Nina Kelleher, and today I will be speaking with Alan Frank. Alan is a partner in Process Risk and Technology Solutions. Alan brings with him expertise in consulting, internal audit, governance, risk, and compliance services to companies in a variety of industries. Hi, Alan. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Nina. Thank you. I previously hosted a podcast series discussing the challenges and risks that have emerged from a remote workforce as a result of COVID-19, along with some possible solutions. In this podcast, I'd like to focus on what internal audit professionals are anticipating the role of the internal auditor will look like going forward. As we have seen in these past difficult months, every industry has had some effects of the pandemic. How do you think COVID-19 will affect the internal audit function? Well, I think the first thing that everyone needs to realize is that things have changed and will likely remain changed even after the pandemic is over. It's important for people to remember that internal audit, despite the challenges that COVID-19 is presenting, still has a critical role in helping their organizations manage the risk. Certainly, COVID-19 has presented challenges to the internal audit function, particularly around how internal audit is uh, delivering their value to their organizations. And many internal audit functions have adapted to deliver their services in, in a variety of new ways, which is kind of exciting for the profession. I believe that this has highlighted the need for increased communication to the critical stakeholders within an organization, particularly management and the audit committee. We touched upon how organizations manage risk might change. Can you expand upon that a little bit and let us know how you think this will impact their risk analysis? Sure. And I think before I start talking about the risk analysis, I'd like to begin with the fact that you know, many organizations have established you know, a COVID-19 response team to address the litany of operational challenges that have emerged during the pandemic. And I want to highlight that internal audit, similar to other special projects that organizations undertake, can certainly play a critical role in helping organizations with their COVID-19 response plan, particularly around how those plans are being designed and rolled out throughout the organization. Internal audit can assess those plans from a design and effectiveness standpoint and provide valuable recommendations so they have uh, maximum value to the organization. But to continue on that thought uh, around risk assessment, you know, in, in a typical year, internal audit plans often change from the start of the year. Projects get added or dropped. Resources need to be reallocated to areas of developing risk. And I would just say, you know, it's pretty obvious now that COVID-19 and the global pandemic certainly qualify as a factor that will most certainly reshape virtually every internal audit plan at the start of 2020. I can't imagine any internal audit plan that hasn't gone through a level of change based on the impact of COVID on their organization. So I would expect internal audit departments to do more frequent risk assessments. I, I would imagine that organizations have put into place new procedures, new programs, existing programs and procedures have gone through a level of modification. And there's certainly an, you know, new risks that have emerged 
during the pandemic that the internal audit plan developed at the beginning of the year most certainly has changed and has been modified. Like you mentioned, internal audit plans are dynamic and risk assessments have been revisited and refreshed more frequently. How do you think audit committee meetings and communications are going to change? Well, you know, internal auditors in general, the chief audit executives at organizations tend to have a pretty fluid relationship with their audit committee chairs. And so, you know, typically the internal audit executive and the audit committee chair are speaking rather frequently as a normal course. What we've been seeing or what I've seen with other organizations is the fact that, you know, there's been added questions by the audit committee chair in terms of how the organization is adapting to the new challenges. Are things still operating in the same manner in which they were prior to the pandemic? They want to be assured that you know, policies and procedures are still being followed and adhered to, and that the organization is not struggling with anything that might pose an issue from an internal control perspective. So you know, although the level of communication has remained relatively consistent, there's just added questions being asked, and rightfully so. Obviously, there's a great deal of change and new risks that need to be discussed and dealt with. Recently, the Institute of Internal Auditors conducted a survey of many audit leaders just to get an idea of how they feel COVID-19 is going to affect their everyday operations. And while the survey was conducted across various industries, a quarter of the respondents were within the financial services sector. And one of the key takeaways were they were anticipating budgets to change. Can you discuss that a little more and what you're seeing with your clients and how they're shifting priorities based on those budget changes? Certainly. So many, many internal auditors have had the need to adjust their budgets in light of the impact of the pandemic. You know, one thing's for certain, a component of most internal audit budgets is, is travel. And given the restrictions on travel due to the pandemic, much of that budget has been, um, you know, eliminated or greatly reduced as we move back to a work, you know, in the office environment, but that's still down the road a bit. So internal auditors have to have do do things differently, you know, instead of doing their work on site, have to do more, more work remotely, which obviously has impacted their travel spend. The other thing too is, you know, there's been obviously a view on the staffing levels of the internal audit function. And clearly what I would say there is that if the internal audit function hasn't pivoted and shifted, like I had mentioned earlier, hasn't adjusted their audit plan to address the new risks, you know, clearly they they might find themselves with overcapacity because the projects that they would be working on are no longer going to be executed. But what, what I've been seeing is though the internal audit functions have shifted to deal with these emerging risks and reshape their audit plan in a way that they're uh, keeping their staff and fully engaged on a, a variety of issues that are, have an internal audit need as well as addressing special projects at the organizations in which they serve. So, you know, although we've seen uh, downsizing to some extent, 
We've also seen uh, a lot of internal audit functions just become more versatile in adapting to the change and redeploying resources to areas that are in need. And also what we've seen is that projects have, budgets have been, you know, reduced so that maybe they're hitting a variety of areas a little bit more so. Um, So time spent on an area is reduced so they can allocate time to other areas. So I think overall, Nina, that the, um, although there's been some reductions, I think most internal audit functions have found ways to keep themselves pretty occupied on the emerging risks that the COVID-19 pandemic has presented to their organization. Thanks, Alan. What are some other highlights from the survey worth mentioning? Well, the key takeaway is that the internal audit departments, like I said, are responding to the challenges faced by the pandemic. You know, and we see this in the adoption of more flexible uh, approaches and honestly being a little bit more creative in the way they're rolling out their audit plan and engaging with the stakeholders within the organization. You know, one way to showcase this is chief audit executives are updating their audit plans. Uh, most commonly through canceling some planned audits and reducing audit scopes in other areas. And they're, and they're doing this in replacing those with the emerging risks that the risk assessment has highlighted given the uh, impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. And what we see here as we've gone through the changes and the uh, challenges is we've seen a greater demand for internal auditors in some critical areas One, as you can imagine, being in a more work remote environment, you know, there's still a critical need to engage your stakeholders. You're not always going to be in person, which, you know, internal auditors place a lot of value on that personal interaction to create that bond and camaraderie uh, amongst their stakeholders. Clearly, that's been limited uh, with the work from home environment. So, communication skills. You know, verbal communication skills, we're doing a lot of uh, different ways of uh, connecting with people, uh, has just highlighted the need of internal auditors to develop those softer skills to get their point across and be effective during, during this environment. And the other area, too, as you can imagine, is the increase in cybersecurity risk that this is uh, presented to organizations. So auditors, you know, the need to develop their cybersecurity skills and awareness has only uh, increased. And I expect that to be uh, going forward as well. And just the ability to change and adapt and have a flexible mindset and be open to exploring new technologies or new ways of doing things, I, I think has been one of the most positive changes that have resulted from the pandemic as it relates to internal audit. I expect many of those changes to continue afterwards because many of these changes have highlighted the need for increased technology, uh, different approaches of of doing their function. And many organizations have found a great improvement in productivity and effectiveness. And I think that's one of the positive byproducts of what we've been going through. And I expect those changes to continue on. Lastly, What's Eisner Amper doing to stay ahead of the shifting landscape for their internal audit clients? 
Well, yeah, we were trying to help our clients as best we can adjust to all these changes. You know, clearly we, we have a, a pretty good purview across, you know, many clients, across many industries, and we're able to share those insights with our clients, the lessons learned, best practices that we've seen. And that's been very helpful for us. You know, we, we've seen how other organizations have dealt with things to face the, the threats and the risks presented by the pandemic. And we've been able to very successfully share those ideas and make those organizations more effective and efficient and, and reassured as they go through this process. Alan, thank you for this valuable information and thank you for listening to the Eisner Amper podcast series. For more information on this and a host of other topics, visit eisneramper.com backslash PRTS and join us for our next podcast.